almost time. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. If you're listening on the podcast form, you can't see what I'm holding up, so switch on over to YouTube. Isn't this the most beautiful handmade embroidered towel? My friend Rochelle made it. She's so creative, but if that weren't enough, she made me the most unique apron I have ever seen where she literally embroidered literally every saying I've ever said. Each thing has something I love, like paw prints, Scooby-Doo's, the saying, all these graphics. I mean, I, showing it here can't do it justice, and there's a little place to click up things. I've been posting some of these on Instagram, and everybody wants one. The thing is, she's an introvert, and she's not really in business, but if you really have to have one, email help at chefaj.com, and on a case-by-case -case basis, I will uh, give you her phone number. She said, obviously, I can't publish it on online, but anyway, how are you, Dr. Nikki Davis? I'm doing so well, Chef AJ. It's so nice to see you again today, our first Thank Friday of the month. I know it's time for plant fuel. I forgot to say today's first Friday of the month time for plant fuel with Dr. Nikki Davis. She's going to be making vegan butternut potato boats. Last month you announced something. How is that going? A big retreat you're doing next year. Oh, I am so excited. It's coming up soon. Uh, I didn't want to wait. And it's, you know, the, the weather in Belize is nice uh, in the springtime and then also like later in the year. So, you know, around this time of year, actually. Uh, so I didn't want to wait, and so I figured, let's do it. And so it's going to be in the beginning of March, so March 5th through 10th. And uh, I'm going to be down in Placencia, Belize, with, uh, you probably know her, uh, vegan coach Naomi, and she has yes. a website. She, her, both her and her husband, Vegan Dave, have been on the show. He made his famous muffins that she serves there. Yeah, so um, she and I have been talking, actually, for years about doing something like this. And so we decided, all right, now is the time. Uh, time for a tropical vacation where we can cook together, adventure together. It's women. It's for women, especially for women. If you're struggling with weight loss and you just want to learn how to make this lifestyle sustainable for you, uh, this is going to be a really nice vacation, but also you get to learn and hang out with me and Naomi. So I'm really, really excited about it. And if people are interested, the best way to get information for that is to go to my website, which is drnikkidavis.com. D-R-N-I-K-I-D-A-V-I-S.com. And if you go to the retreats section of my website, there's a form you can fill out and you can just say, hey, I'm interested, send me the link. And then I will send you the link with all the information, the itinerary, the cost, all of that. So you can look into it and see if you want to join us. But it's going to be nice. a very small event. Uh, so there aren't too many spots. So I'm really looking forward to it. And you've met my mom um, virtually, but uh, she's also going to be there with me. So it's going to be really, really fun. Oh, boy. So how many people have you got so far? Yeah, so it's actually, there's only enough room for eight people. And I think we only have a few spots left. Wow, that really is an intimate group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's fun about today, AJ, is that I'm going to be making one of Naomi's recipes. And this is going to be something similar to what she makes when you go to one of her retreats. Uh, so this is a, it's a really good holiday recipe as well. It's something that you can share with others, even people who aren't plant-based or aren't vegan. Um, and it's also very starchy, which of course I love, uh, you know, training with Dr. McDougall and, and totally a starch lover, starch aboard. Um, but this is going to be butternut potato boats that I'm going to be making today. So I'm very excited to try these. Boats. I love that. Boats. Yes. <laughs> um, so I will just start getting into it. Um, basically, the first part of this now in the show notes is the link to the original recipe that's on Naomi's website, goingveganforhealth.com. Uh, and I've also listed out the entire recipe in the show notes as well. So you can follow along uh, if you're on YouTube. Uh, part, of the, part of the recipe is basically prepping your potatoes and butternut. And so I've already done that. So what I did is I took uh, three whole russet potatoes and you poke those with a fork. Uh, and then I've got a small butternut squash and actually only half of a small butternut squash. I went ahead and cooked the entire thing so I can just eat this later. 
but you're gonna just cut that in half and then on a parchment lined baking sheet, you'll put those three potatoes and the half of the small butternut squash uh, and bake those at 425 for 30 minutes. At the 30 minute mark, you're gonna wanna check your butternut squash. Does a knife go through very easily all the way through? And if it does, you go ahead and take these out. And then once you've taken those out, you're gonna go ahead and continue to cook the rest of potatoes for another 30 minutes until those are also soft and you can put a fork all the way through. So that's what I've done so far. So I've got those all prepped and ready for you. Uh, so the next step is going to be uh, everything else. Uh, so we are gonna be adding spinach and this calls for three cups of spinach that you're going to be uh, putting into a pot and basically cooking down. So I'm going to put my two cups plus another cup in there. I've already got this going. Have you ever had delicata squash? You know, you were asking me that last time. And so I noticed when I was at Trader Joe's that they had some. So I haven't tried it yet, but I... But I'm looking forward to it. It's like eating candy. Butternut's yeah. too. Butternut is a little bit more savory because you don't necessarily want everything to taste sweet. But delicata, I swear you think you're eating candy. Really? I, I just love um, I just love being able to enjoy foods that taste like candy that aren't candy that are actually just health promoting foods, right? And you know, what's amazing to me is not, not that we should seek one starch over another because it's lower in calorie density. That's like, it get, get, that's, it's a little bit eating disordered, but I mean, the, the calorie density of winter squashes is like almost, it's like less than fruit. It's so low. Right. Absolutely. And they taste so good. Uh, and they're so easy, you know, they're, they're inexpensive. They're easy to come by. You can easily uh, grow them in your garden. So it's, I mean, why wouldn't you enjoy that? Um, so I did add in some uh, veggie broth that I made earlier in my plant-based Utah mug, of course. Um, so, and it, she calls for, I think, three tablespoons of veggie broth. Um, I just kind of just put in a little bit of that. Um, you can add some more later. And that's going to be on medium heat until soften. Um, so we're going to let those just kind of go a little bit until they're nice and soft and they're cooking pretty quick there. And then I'm gonna grab my potatoes and we're gonna cut those in half to make our boats. You ever do twice bake, uh, bake twice baked potatoes? I have, um, you know, anything with potatoes, I enjoy. Hey, speaking of potato, I don't like. What did you have for Thanksgiving? What did you make or what did you eat? Yeah, you know, I kind of do the same thing every year. We make uh, a delicious tofu loaf that I um, that I found on Dr. McDougall's uh, recipes. And then I usually will do some sort of a green. Um, I really like his recipe for sesame greens. Um, I always do mashed potatoes and gravy. And for the gravy, I also use a Dr. McDougall recipe, which is um, just either his fat-free gravy um, or the uh, golden gravy, which has a little bit of tahini in it. Um, we do peas and corn, uh, we do rolls. And then I also make my mom's stuffing, which I've been able to veganize uh, and also make it oil-free. So, um, and actually I made that on your show last year. I think it was um, the November show that we did last year in 2022. So I made all of those things all at once. Uh, so if you want to go back and watch, um, you can see kind of what I make for the holidays, for Thanksgiving especially. I can eat mashed potatoes and gravy every day. And sometimes I do. And I, I, you know what I do is I serve it over like steamed broccoli. It's like incredible. It's like broccoli has like this amazing, like two sauces on it. It's delicious. Um, so right now what I'm doing is I'm, so I cut these uh, potatoes in half so we can make our boats. And I'm just scoring the outside of them so that we can easily scoop out the inside for where our butternut is gonna go. So this will make six boats. And I really like this recipe uh, that Naomi came up with for the holidays. I think it's a really, it's a really good one that's 
kind of similar to what maybe some other people would make in the holidays where maybe they might use cheese or, you know, other, other fillings that aren't going to be as healthy for you. So this is a way to have something that looks similar to what people expect in the holidays, but it's very healthy and delicious. All right. So our spinach looks like it is done, definitely. I'm gonna throw a little bit of that broth on there just to loosen it up a little bit. So AJ, what did you end up having for Thanksgiving? 31 guests, because four didn't show up. It was delicious. I made Drina Burton's autumn loaf and then I frosted it with mashed potatoes and then I baked it again. So they got, you know, they get really like kind of brown and crisp on top. And then I made uh, a, a gravy from Nora Cooks that was like amazing, the easiest, best gravy I ever made. I like recipes that are really, really easy. And then my own cranberry relish and then all the guests brought stuff. They didn't have to, but they did. And the funny thing is, is guess what the one thing that nobody ate was on Thanksgiving? What? The salad. I didn't make it, but two different people brought beautiful green salads and holland bowls and nobody ate salad on Thanksgiving. It was so funny. <laughs> it was funny. It was Yeah, funny. I forgot to mention my um my nephew actually made a, a cranberry orange, you know, cranberry sauce with orange, and it was really, really delicious. So I made pecan pie for dessert. I didn't eat it because I don't really, I don't eat really very much, but I made pecan pie for dessert and I almost forgot to serve it. And then some people were leaving. I'm like, wait a minute, don't leave. You didn't have your pie. <laughs> but I yeah. made a little calorie. Like I made a uh, lemon cake that was low calorie then. So we had everything. It was really fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I like to make the, uh, it's an apple crisp, but that is, Again, another McDougal recipe um, that uses grape nuts. Uh, really delicious. And, um, you know, without all the extra butter and things like that that you normally would get in an apple crisp. Okay, so, um, so we went ahead and um, cooked down our spinach a little bit so that we'll be using that a little bit later. So now I'm taking a little bit more of the veggie broth and then I'm adding in some milk. So this is uh, just oat milk that I get from Trader Joe's. Um, I like this one because the ingredients are water and hydrolyzed oats. So nothing really added to that. Oh, and the veggie broth that I use, just in case anybody wants to know, is this better than bouillon? It's just a, a paste that you can add to hot water and this is the organic reduced sodium um, seasoned vegetable base. I really like that one. It's got a really good flavor. All right, Aww. so we're going to do. I'm sorry, your Thanksgiving was disappointed, Chris. Disappointing. Where do you live? Um, if you live up here, you can come to ours. And then, oh gosh, and then you know what we did? We did a potluck the Sunday after with the bigger meetup group, and we had a band. Uh, it was amazing. It was so good. There's so many oh, people up here who are not just vegan, but healthy vegan. I never had this anywhere before. That's really why I moved here. It's just so fun when other people are interested in health, you know? Yeah, I know. And I, I'm really jealous that you have that there. I think I'm so glad that you moved and that you have that now. Um, yeah, I've been starting up my own whole food plant-based oil-free potluck uh, in Salt Lake in January. So I'm trying to kind of start my own little thing here to get to know some of the other people. So we have a big vegan community, um, but you know, you know, vegan doesn't always equate to, uh, you know, healthy. Uh, so I'm going to start my own potluck here and see if I can meet some like-minded people, have some fun. Yep. Okay, so right now I'm on step three where I am combining the uh, veggie broth and then three tablespoons of the plant milk. And I have preheated the oven, by the way, um, because once we put the butternut squash in the boats, uh, we're going to want to cook those again for about 10 minutes. So the right. butternut squash goes in the potato, not the other way around, even though the potatoes, um, the butternut squash is bigger than the potato. True. Yeah, exactly. 
but you could probably do it either way. That'd be kind of fun to do it each way. I know. Isn't that funny? We said that was my favorite dish growing up. My mom would make stuffed butternut squash. And when I grew up in Chicago, we never saw the winter squashes except for like really in fall and winter. Now it seems like they're available all year round, many of them. Yeah. Interesting. So now I'm going to add the spices. Uh, so one of them is going to be this uh, one tablespoon of nutritional yeast. This is going in with my, um, my broth and also my uh, plant milk. So one tablespoon of nutritional yeast in there. And then we're going to do some garlic powder. So that's a half a teaspoon. Yeah, so if any of your, any of the people watching live near Salt Lake, uh, my, my first whole food plant-based product is going to be January 13th and, uh, there's a Facebook group for it. So if you search for, uh, plantrition community potluck in Salt Lake city, uh, then you can find it and join the group. And then we're going to be doing it monthly. So every single month we're going to have a potluck. All right. And then we're going to do some paprika. So this is just smoked paprika. And it's going to be a quarter tea, quarter teaspoon. Is it regular paprika or smoked? Smoked. Yeah, that's, how do they do that? It's, it tastes different and better, I think. Oh, I think so too. So good. Okay, and then she has on here that you can also add salt, which I'm not going to do today. Um, and then pepper as well. Um, and I'm not going to add any pepper. So that's just personal preference. Good. Then um, I can eat it. I'm allergic to black pepper. Why is black pepper in everything? I don't even like it. I know. I'm not a fan either. When people start adding it to things, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. don't add too much. Don't I want to taste it. Good. We can eat together. Yes, we can. Uh, okay. And then I'm going to do a quarter teaspoon of cumin. So lots of delicious spices. All right, spoon here. I'm just going to mix that up, and then uh, she has on here uh, that we are just going to combine all these spices with the broth and the plant milk, and then heat for about 20 seconds in a microwave. Um, she said that that makes mashing the potatoes and squash easier. So I'm just going to throw that in the microwave real quick here. So I'll probably disappear off the screen for just a second. All right, and then we are going to be scooping out the potatoes. You wanna be careful when you scoop these so that you don't go all the way to the bottom and rip through. So you can always overstuff them over the top. They can poke out the top. What are you going to do? Are you going to use the inside to mush in with the uh, other stuff? Exactly. So the insides of the potatoes are going to be added to the butternut squash and the spinach that we cooked down earlier. And then it'll, you know, and then all of the spices and everything that we just heated up is going to be added to all of that. So it'll be a really delicious mixture that's in the middle of the potato. Where do you fly into Belize when people go to this? Uh, is there is there like an airport, a major airport? There is. There's an international airport uh, in Belize City. It's VZE. Uh, so you fly into there. Uh, and 
for me, I'm flying out of Las Vegas because I'm going with my mom and she lives near there. So we're going to fly out together. And it was about $500 round trip. Mm -hmm. um, once you get to Belize city, then you have to take a little puddle jumper flight uh, to Placencia where the retreat location is. All right. Doesn't this butternut just look so good when it, when it gets cooked like that and it starts to brown and caramelize. It just I, so I eat the skin of most of my squashes. Do you? You know, I don't think that I do, but you know, it's so soft. I think you easily could. I mean, the kabocha squash, the skin is almost the best part. Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to just scoop out half of this, you know, just one half of the butternut. Here's a question. Have you ever had a disaster in the kitchen, maybe in your earlier days of eating? Bit <laughs> would like to know. Hmm. I mean, I can think of some disasters that my son made in the kitchen. <laughs> he, when I'm in the kitchen, sometimes he'll be like, mom, I want to make something for you. And then he finds just random things in the fridge and makes some sort of drink concoction that he won't tell me what's in it until I try it. And usually it's not very good because he's looking for a laugh. So that's, <laughs> that's something that he's enjoyed doing. I got a funny one. So in, the January of 2020, before the pandemic, I got hit in the head really hard. I had a mild TBI. That's why oh. I couldn't cruise that year. So I just wasn't really thinking clearly for my, I mean, it was like, you know, my got hit in the head really hard. And so I was making up my usual dressing in the Vitamix. It's called lemon poppy seed dressing. I, I batch make it a recipe times four. And I didn't put the top of the blender on. Mm. Oh my God, no. it was like four hours because it wasn't so hard to clean up like a smoothie mess, but the poppy seeds got in. Oh my God. It was oh. just, it was the worst mess ever. I, oh, that is horrible. I mean, well, you know, that actually reminds me of a very close miss that I had in the kitchen and this was not my fault at all, but it was, I was very, very, very lucky. Um, I would probably not be standing here, at least not looking the same way that I do today. <laughs> Uh, so I was heating up a pan. Uh, I don't remember what I was going to be cooking, but it was something that I wanted to cook quickly and, and I wanted it to be hot, hotter, quicker. So, um, I normally don't do this when I'm heating up a pan, but I had put the lid on, uh, just to make sure that, you know, it kept all the heat in and it heated up faster. Well, I'm walking by the stove and I hear this pop and I look over and it was a clear lid and you could just see that something had exploded inside of this, this pan. And um, so I turned off, turned off the stove and it turns out, so this was a very, very old stove. This was from, this was one from like the fifties or something. And actually, if you look at some of the old videos that you and I have done together, Chef AJ, you'll see it on there. Um, it's, it's now been retired, but uh, what happened was it, it was like one of those coils and one of the coils, something happened to where all the heat just stopped and started burning up one little section of the coil and it exploded. And what it did was it blew a hole through the bottom of my pan. And these, this is a stand pan. It's a really thick, thick pan. It literally blew a hole through that, that whole pan. And thankfully, because the lid was on, it, it remained inside of that, you know, where the where the lid was. Um, but took that off, took that pan outside, and just was so thankful that that lid was on because I was walking right past it when it happened. So that is a very near miss. Could have been a huge disaster for me. Yikes. Yeah. Have you ever done something that's not necessarily a disaster mess-wise, but like you're baking something, maybe a cake or something, and then you put it in the pan, you put it in the oven, and then you see an ingredient you didn't put in. <laughs> that is one of the worst feelings in the world. Did that oh. with me once, and it was like, why isn't this rising? Why why isn't this sweet? You know, and yeah, that can happen. So I right. not be so distracted when you. <laughs> Well, and I, you know, with my, with my background of being an engineer, I tend to be pretty good at like following the instructions exactly and 
double checking and triple checking. So I can't think of a time that I've done that necessarily, but I don't know. I feel like I'm getting more distracted these days as I get older. So you never know. All right, so I'm just, I've, I've got my potatoes, my butternut squash, uh, the spinach, and then, you know, the mix that had the, the spices in it. And I'm just mashing that up and I'll show it to you. It, it smells really good. It looks really good. So this is gonna be our filling. That's mashing up really nicely. That's why you want to make sure that your squash and your potatoes are really cooked well and cooked through so that they're easy to mash up. And you can use a potato masher, but this was, these were so soft that I could easily just do it using a spoon. Okay. So now we're going to fill up our boats. This is the fun part. This is where, if you have a kid, this would be a fun part for them to do. Are you going to bake them or can you put them in the air fryer? Uh, you could put them in the air fryer for sure. Yeah, I was planning on baking them, but you could do that. I'm actually waiting for a new air fryer right now, so I don't have mine. It's, it's weird. Um, I use my air fryer like pretty much every day, and so it's yeah. weird to not have one. I use it instead of the oven, the Breville. I don't even turn my big oven on. It's so I easy. Well, and I, I'm the same as you because I actually did not have an oven for a really long time. And so I had to use it. And then I found, you know, actually it's pretty, pretty easy to just use the, the Breville. It's pretty big. I mean, we've even done personal pizzas in those. Um, I mean, I've cooked all of Thanksgiving dinner just in the Breville. So it is actually really, really great for using for those things. It, they had a big sale on uh, on Black Friday. Do you did you buy any Black Friday or Cyber Monday specials? Well, that's where I ended up getting my new air fryer. So yeah, the Breville the Breville Pro uh, air fryer Pro was on sale, so I went ahead and got that. Nice. Yep. But I'm not a big Black Friday person. I just don't like the consumerism that's involved in that so I try I try to stay away from you know looking at that kind of stuff but it's hard you want to you want to be able to get good deals yeah well one thing I buy every Black Friday because my favorite skincare is called Body Deli and it's made out of just like fruits and vegetables. They, I met them when I was in the desert and I love it. And they always give 25% off. And so I just wait. That's my only purchase from them every year. That's the only time I buy from them. And then, you know. That's perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, great way to do it. You just set up a reminder on your phone or something like buy well, my then, you know, I'm on their email list and I just know, and it, it's like, it's funny because I never seem to run out until, I mean, it's just like perfect. So I just don't shop there except for that one day a year. And then, I mean, 25% a lot because their stuff's expensive, but it's so good. And I'm, I'm not an affiliate for them or anything. They've never given me anything. I just like the product. I've had her on a couple of times. It just, I mean, the blue, it's just, it's because it, it's made out of fruit. So like the blueberry smells like blueberry and the can and just, I don't, you know. Oh, I, yum. It's so good. It's uh, it's so good. All right. So here's what they look like. We're going to throw those in the oven. So um, we're going to do 425. I believe it's just 10 minutes. Yep. 425 for 10 minutes. And then she does recommend that if you want to, at the end, you can also broil them for just a little bit just to get them kind of crispy on top. So I'm just going to throw those in for 10 minutes and then they will be done. But yeah, those definitely could fit in, in the air fryer easily. All right, set my timer so I don't forget. It's easy to be distracted when I'm talking on your show <laughs> as yeah, opposed yeah, to real life. So, all right. Um, any questions from anybody that people have while well, we're waiting for those to cook up? Yeah, guys, this would be the time. Put four questions mark too. Oh, Karen bought the body deli uh, special too, the Palm Springs body wash. Let me know how you like that. I get the blueberry scrub. I get so many other things. I just love it. Well, I have, I mean, I don't have a cooking question yet, but we do have like a doctor question. And so let me see if I can get that pulled up. Okay, here we go. 
This is from Renee. My nails have ridges. I've been whole food plant exclusive, sofas free almost four years. What do you recommend I do? If you if you can't answer, I, I think the dermatologist, Dr. Krantz, is going to be on next week. Yeah, um, that could be a good question. You know, sometimes sometimes we see things on our nails that really aren't that big of a deal. It can be, you know, um, a trauma. Like if you hit something on your nail and now you see a spot there, you think, oh no, do I have some sort of nutritional deficiency? Um, sometimes people just end up having ridges and that's just what, what their nails turn out looking like. Um, it's not a bad idea to just mention it to your doctor, have them take a look. So, um, those kinds of things might be better to have your local doctor, you know, your primary doctor, uh, look at in person so they can actually see what does that look like? How severe is it? Is this something that we need to do any lab testing, uh, to check for any sort of deficiency that could be causing this? Um, but yeah, I think also talking to the dermatologist next week is, is a great idea. See what their thoughts are. Great. Thank you. Uh, she loves the blueberry fusion too. That's what I use, Karen. And uh, Melanie says, are trace minerals something we should be taking? So uh, you do need trace minerals, uh, but you get those in your diet. So if you're eating a whole food plant-based diet that's fairly varied, you're going to be getting all the trace minerals you need. Uh, you know, I have had some patients of mine where they say, well, I just want to make sure, I just want to make sure that I'm getting some of the main ones that, you know, that we think of like magnesium and zinc. Um, and so I will check those on labs and I'll tell you, it is so rare for people to be deficient unless they're calorie restricting, um, if they're not getting enough calories, uh, or if there's something else going on. Like we often see, um, maybe somebody who is uh, drinking too much alcohol, they're not eating as much. And so if they're not getting as many calories, they might be low on magnesium, but I don't typically recommend that you take a supplement for that. Um, because most people don't, don't need it. Uh, I, I recommend that definitely people get their vitamin B12 every day, um, because that's hard for not only people who are plant exclusive to get, um, but also people who aren't plant exclusive, it's more difficult for people to get in their diet. So it does make sense to take a daily B12, but other than that, um, I don't really recommend any other supplements unless there's a need for it. Thank you. Let's see if we got any others. We have a nice comment. I just saw it from one of your patients. This is get, get gal. Hello. Um, Oh, Samantha is her real name. And she wanted you to know that she made everything you demonstrated for Thanksgiving and it was wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, that That's something that we've been making those foods. Uh, gosh, how long now? Probably six or seven years at least. And, uh, you know, it's kind of trial and error. What works well and uh, what do people enjoy? And those are kinds of things that I've come up with over the years that, that everybody seems to enjoy. Uh, it's something that I served at Thanksgiving for people who were not plant-based. So my dad, um, who unfortunately passed away this year, but, uh, you know, he is a, he was a, a meat eater and was never interested in eating anything plant-based. Uh, but when I served him a plant-based Thanksgiving, he, he didn't even really realize he, he thought it was delicious anyway. Uh, and then my mother-in-law as well, uh, really enjoyed it. And she, she's vegetarian, not vegan. Um, but yeah, always those foods from the Thanksgiving, uh, that, that I make, uh, are something that our whole family has really enjoyed for a long time. So I'm glad that she enjoyed it. Nice. You know, Thanksgiving is really about the sides. So, I mean, how much meat is even served? you like one dead bird, unfortunately, you know? I know. And I think, um, so I posted this on social media. I'm just going to grab it real quick. Um, but you know, one of our traditions for Thanksgiving is that we symbolically adopt a turkey from farm sanctuary. Um, so we do this every single year and it's something that my son looks forward to because they have lots of different turkeys to choose from. This one is named as Celeborn, but you can read about their story, where they came from, how they were rescued and also about their personality. And so it's really fun to go through and read about all of that and then um, be able to symbolically adopt them. And then they send you this nice, this nice card and it specifically says the name of the person that you're, um, that is sponsoring or, you know, that is adopting. So I always have my son's name on there. Um, and then they, you know, and then you open it up and it tells you all about them. 
So that's always something that we enjoy doing for Thanksgiving. Can you go visit them if you want? If you're in New York, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I know that they do have a a way for you to be able to stay there in person uh, and, you know, help out with the farm animals there. It's a farm animal sanctuary. Uh, So that would be a lot of fun. Wow. We have stayed at another sanctuary in Utah, though, in southern Utah, in Kanab. There's uh, the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. Uh, and they mostly have dogs and cats, but they do have some other animals. Uh, so we stayed there when my son was really young. And they had um, they had some pigs and they had some horses, um, but they had, you know, an entire kitten house. <laughs> so just kitten overload. Uh, that was really fun. So you can go on a tour and see the whole facility, but best friends animal sanctuary is fantastic as well. I love uh, it. And I think I showed on my last show that I just recently rescued a dog, um, from a, an animal rescue called three little pities. And I'll post about that on, um, Facebook and, and Instagram as well. Uh, but I've only had her for about a month and she's wonderful. And she seemed very shy the first time she was on. Yes. How is she doing? She's timid. She's a timid dog, um, but she's, she's coming along really, really well. She's getting comfy and she's very happy. Uh, we don't really know her background or her situation. I think she probably was on the street or just if she was in a home, just not really cared for or loved. So she's getting all the love now and she's, she's happy as can be. That's fantastic. Does she and Augie have a bond already? Yes. Yes. That's the best. So wonderful to see. It's so cute. Okay, here's a question from Roxy. She says, My 26-year-old daughter, who is not vegan, is taking collagen injections. Do these work or are they harmful? Oh goodness. Yeah, I I I I don't recommend those. Um I you know, I, I really try to keep things really simple, especially in my practice. Uh, there's a reason why I'm a lifestyle medicine doctor. I, I really get down to the basics of what should health look like. And it's a healthy whole food plant-based diet. It's getting daily movement. It's getting good quality sleep, staying away from harmful substances, having good social connections, um, and then ma- making sure that you're managing your stress. Um, and then on top of that, making sure that you have something that you're passionate about. So when you wake up every morning, it's something that excites you and, and makes you want to get up and, and, and go through your day. Uh, so that's what I focus on with my patients. And a lot of times I'm getting rid of those kinds of things, um, medications that just aren't needed or don't have good data behind them. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's personally what I focus on. I, I don't prefer to do any of the extra supplements and injections and things like that. I like to just keep it really simple and and let people eat delicious food and and feel good. Well, what are they for and why does a 26-year-old even think they need them? Yeah, so I think, you know, there's different things that you can use collagen for. Um, So if it's an injection, I don't know if it's in a joint um, that they're injecting it or if it's just something that they're injecting systemically. So I I don't know what exactly they're using it for, Um, but it's a protein. It's something that people think that they need to help with their skin or their hair and things like that. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Patty says, Dr. Nikki is awesome. And Samantha says, where did you get the dog for? You said it was called three little pities, three little pities rescue. And they're actually out of Texas. Uh, Texas, unfortunately has a really big homeless pet problem and they just cannot keep up. And so because of that, there are a lot of shelters that end up being high kill shelters. So, uh, you know, they, they get all these dogs in these shelters and then they just don't have enough room for them. So this rescue, uh, Three Little Pities goes in, oh, there's our timer. Um, Three Little Pities goes in to these high kill rescue, uh, or, yeah, these high kill uh, shelters. And they take the dogs out of the shelter, put them in foster homes in Texas. And then every three weeks, they put the dogs that have been adopted and some cats onto a semi-truck and then take them to different places around the country. So they're basically advertising these animals um, throughout the country and then taking them out of Texas where there are more homes available. And so that's how I found her was just online. Um, But it's a really, really great organization and they did a really great job. And 
Um, her foster mom was wonderful and kept me in the loop all the time, sending me videos and pictures of her until she got trans transported up to Utah. That's great. What do you feed your dog that's healthy and no animal products? Asked Joni. Well, I can show you. <laughs> I've got it right up here. Okay, well, let's see if I can reach it. Well, I'll show you this. The treat. Food is all the way in the back, but I use B Dog. Um, so just this company's been around a long time. Uh, this is what I fed my Yorkies that I had. Gosh, they so they lived to 15 and almost 17. So I and I have you know I got them when I was in my early 20s. Um, so I had them for a really long time, and they they had B Dog, and it worked really well for them. They lived really long, healthy lives. Um, so and this is vegan. Um, but she loves their food. She loves their treats. And, um, and I like it. You can basically put yourself on a subscription so that, you know, when you're going to run out, that it's just going to show up in the mail. So that's what I use. And I really like it. Nice. Yeah. And no, no wet at all. No wet. I don't do any wet. Um, but I am thinking about adding that in, um, you know, because, because I've had her for a month. V-Dog has a wet food now, just so you know. They do. Yes. No. Um, so I think that the next time that I order, I'm going to add that in and um, give her something, you know, a little bit different. This first order was just, okay, I need some food here when she shows up. Uh, but yeah, I might end up doing a little bit of wet food. Nice. Here's a question from Lynn. Are there foods to stay away from, such as citrus and vinegar, when you have osteoporosis? You know, um, the way that I look at osteoporosis is, um, you know, two of the main things that you need to do, to do to either prevent or possibly reverse it is you need good exercise, a weight bearing exercise and resistance exercise. And this just tells your bones, which are constantly remodeling, that they need to be stronger. They need to be more dense because if you're putting stress on your bones, your bones are going to do that. They're going to become more dense to, to make up for that stress. The other thing is a diet that is more alkaline. So that is a whole food plant-based diet. If you're eating more of a meat heavy diet, you're going to be, you're going to have a more acidic diet. And unfortunately, when you have more acid in your body, your bones need to leach calcium to buffer that acid. So the second thing that you want to do is make sure that you're eating a whole food plant-based diet and getting rid of any animal foods that would leach calcium out of your bones. Um, so as far as just staying away from foods, it's literally just animal products, um, you know, meat, dairy, eggs, uh, and just sticking with really good whole plant foods. Thanks. Here's a question from Victoria. And she says, what are the best ways to build back energy, immunity, and strength after having cold symptoms? Does it take longer to bounce back on a plant-based diet? Uh, no, it doesn't take longer. Uh, and, and actually, again, going down to basics, you know, you listen to your body. Um, so there's a reason why when you are sick, sometimes you don't feel hungry. And it's so that your body can take a break and, and heal itself, heal itself from the sickness so that it's not focusing on just digesting food. So listening to your body, making sure that you're staying hydrated, um, you know, and then when you're getting over that sickness, just eating really healthy foods that have good antioxidants in them, all the vitamins and minerals, and that's just plant foods. So just having a good varied diet of plant foods. Uh, it doesn't have to be more um, complicated than that, really. Uh, you don't need any special concoctions or drinks or anything like that. Just, just eat healthy food and listen to your body. Great. And I wanna show you, so these came out of the oven and they look fantastic. So there you go. Now, um, on her on her uh, recipe, she does say that if you've got picky eaters, you could get rid of the spinach. But I personally wouldn't. Um, I find that kids, you know, if if you don't talk about it too much and you, you don't make it a big deal, they'll they'll eat it if it tastes good. Um, so stick that spinach in there <laughs> so that they get their greens. Um, but gonna, you know anyway. what I would do is I'd drizzle it with a little something. Yeah, you could, um, like a balsamic or something. Yeah, or like maybe a balsamic glaze, just like a smoked hickory or something. Just, just you know, make just to pretty it up. Not that it's not pretty, but you yes. 
Yeah. No. Well, you're the chef. I mean, you like to make things pretty, so I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I think that they look really good. They smell really good. So I'm excited for this to be my lunch today. Nice. I love it. I love it. So there is a question. I thought I saw one. Hmm. Maybe. Oh, yeah. What type of dog is she? Maybe if you, is she around? Does she come to the she show? Is. I would love for you to meet her again. And, um, and I know every time I put my hands up, it thinks that I'm giving her a thumbs up. So it automatically puts that thumbs up in the corner, but she is, um, I'll grab her, but we think, come here, sweetheart. So her name is Charlie. Uh, but we think that she's probably part Yorkie. Um, and I'm thinking with her ears, they're kind of floppy, but she kind of looks like a little bit like a schnauzer too. But there she is. She's so cute. I can't, she's just stinking cute. I know. She's the cutest. Who could not love this little dog? I, I keep thinking, who could not keep you? Where did you come from? And why, why didn't someone just love you and want you all the time? But she's, yeah, she's been so, so wonderful. So sweet. I think she would get along with Bailey. <laughs> yeah. What do you have any idea what she is? Well, no, but I think I'm going to get the DNA test to find out. Um, yeah, there's a couple of DNA tests. There's, I mean, for dogs, I know there. do you swab them or do you get the blood tested from the vet? Cause that's the one we did a long time ago. I think I'd do the swab just so you're not, yeah, you don't need to do the blood. I think just the swab in the mouth or something. I haven't actually done it before, so I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming it's just a swab. Where do you get it? I don't know. I, ha I have to look into that. So if anybody has any ideas on, on a good company, I would, I would love to hear. Yeah. But yeah, Suzanne is saying a little bit like a Yorkie, a Yorkie. Maybe, and maybe definitely some kind of a mix. Susanna says she seems a little less scared than when she was on a month ago because she's in a good home now. Yeah. She's happy dog. And Kelly said, <laughs> so cute. Oh, I love her. Maybe you can bring her to the next plantrician conference. She's so small. You could probably just put her in your purse. I mean, I really honestly would do that because I take her with me everywhere. Now, when I go to the store, when I go grocery shopping, she's, I've got a little, little, uh, like a, I don't know, cross body carrier that I just stick her in and she just hangs out. I love it. What are the dates of your Belize retreat again? And guys, there's a link to it below in the show notes in case you want to register. There's a couple of spots left. Yep. So it is going to be March 5th through 10th. Okay. Well, that's when your show is the, oh no, it's you, you know, you won't miss your show. Your show is the first Friday of the month. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, March 5th through 10th uh, in Placencia, Belize. And what I'm asking people to do is go to my website, go to the retreat section, and then you can just fill out the form there to let me know that you're interested. And then I'll send you all the details. Um, but my website is just drnikidavis.com. D-R-N-I-K-I-D-A-V-I-S.com. And I would absolutely love for you to join me and my mom in Belize in March. It's going to be a really fun adventure cooking retreat for women. Unfortunately, Charlie won't be there, but she'll be well cared for mm -hmm. while I'm gone. <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to miss your pup by then for sure. Yes. You're really be fun. And that's great. What are you going to next month? You'll be on way before Christmas. Oh, no, wait a minute. You'll be on January 1 to 5th. So New Year's will have uh, just happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll come up with something fun to do for January. Nice. After um, what we get. Samantha says you did a show where you mentioned some of your favorite things and companies you buy from. Where do you buy shoes from you and for you and your family? So I bought them from a few different places, but I would say that uh, for the most part, I buy Vivo Barefoot, V-I-V-O, um, and then Zero, X-E-R-O. Um, they're both barefoot type shoes that have vegan options. And, um, and I really like both of those companies. Um, the other one is I, I don't know if they still sell those or not, but I bought some winter boots from Save the Duck. So Save the Duck has excellent vegan coats. Um, and they happen to have these uh, wonderful winter boots that they sold last year. I think it was last year or the year before. They're my favorite. They're super warm and comfy. Uh, so I'm hoping that they'll, they'll still sell those because um, I've been really enjoying them. 
Oh, great. I love this doggie so much. Maybe she could be like, a, maybe you could wear her next time too. She's so sweet. She would. She would just hang out with me and sleep for sure. She's so, she's just, she's just a sweetie. Oh, and what do you guys, anyway, I won't see you till after Christmas. So what do you have planned? You know, I don't know yet. Um, I mean, you know, I've got my, you can see all my decorations. I love the holidays. I love decorating, um, but just spending time with family. That's, that's kind of the main thing. And then probably doing some skiing and snowboarding. Whoa. Um, are you making the same thing you made for Thanksgiving? Cause I think I am because it was so good. You know, I don't know. Um, a lot of times we do, we make the same, a few of the same things. Um, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to look and maybe think about making some new things for Christmas this year. We'll see. Nice. And then you can make them on the show in January. There you go. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks. It's so great seeing you and the sound was perfect today. So thank you so much. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad it worked out. Guys, only a couple more spots for the Belize retreat. The link is below. And thanks so much for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back a bit earlier tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific time for guest Dr. Colin Zhu. You know, you do with Zhu, you and Zhu. You should talk about like your little uh, doctor thing you got going on on the side. You should. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is, yeah. If you want to see me as a doctor, as a lifestyle medicine doctor, you can also get to that on my website uh, where there's, it just says book an appointment, but you can also go to the main website, which is uh, love.life slash telehealth, love.life slash telehealth. And we have 11 doctors who cover uh, 50 states and internationally. And uh, yeah, one of us would love to see you. And we see people for all sorts of things. People who want to switch to a plant-based diet, don't know what they're doing need to figure out their medications or people who are already plant-based and just want support, want a supportive doctor. So um, yeah, that's the best way to reach me. Great. And Dr. Zhu, who's one of her colleagues, will be on tomorrow at nine. He's going to talk about how to prepare your immune system for winter. Boy, it must be really cold where you live. I mean, I'm complaining. It, it's It's been as low as 33 and I don't know how people live like this. I'm used to Palm Springs, baby. Yeah, it is snowing today. It's the first time I've seen snow here because I was out of town for Thanksgiving. I guess we got some snow over that time. Uh, but it is snowing right now. And it is, it's beautiful, though. I love it. <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to have to buy a whole new wardrobe. I mean, I'm used to wearing those cute little off-the-shoulder tops and leggings. And now I have to, like, I wear, like, literally thermal pants. They're, like, lined. They're 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 not, not fur, but they're, like, fleece-lined and turtlenecks. And it's like, ah, oh, summer can't come soon enough for me. Yeah. Well, you know, you've got to, you know, one of the things that you got to do is get your brown fat because, you know, the more, you, the more you're exposed to cold, the more brown fat you put on your body uh, and that keeps you warmer. So because I live in a cold place, I tend to not be as affected by the cold because I've got probably some brown fat stores. How so can I tell if my fat is brown or another color? Isn't it kind of inside me? <laughs> <laughs> well, the best way to just increase your brown fat is to make yourself cold often. So, you know, so that's then I, are you saying I should lower my thermostat to the 78 to 80 that I keep it inside? No, 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 no. <laughs> you can keep it like that, but you might just want to think about, you know, getting into an ice bath or something like oh, that. Conversation. I don't <laughs> think that's good. That is hilarious. Well, thank you. It's always great seeing you, Dr. Davis. You too, AJ. Really nice Thanks. to see you and I'll see you next time. I'll see you next month and I hope to see all of you guys tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching.